Thank you for joining us for this episode of Crossing Barriers, Building Friendships, a podcast by Peace Lutheran Church in Spring Hill, Tennessee. Our guest today is Sharon Fuller, the owner of Doggone Good Times. So tell us, Sharon, um, briefly about what you do. Um, so we are a boarding resort, and I say resort just because we have um, a little different amenities than a lot of your typical dog kennels and that, you know, we have like individual rooms um, where a lot have just indoor outdoor runs, but that means that we um, get to actually spend a lot more individual time with each guest that we have staying with us. Um, so we do predominantly boarding for, you know, like families that are on vacation and things like that, but we also, um, offer daycare as well. Um, you know, so if you're, well, even last year, people working at home, it's sometimes hard to, um, get a lot of work done when your pet is hanging around needing constant attention. So, they just need a few hours of playtime. They can come and spend you know the day with us as well. Great, great. And so, about how many dogs are you able <clears throat> to have as guests at any one time? Um, so we try to keep it no more than fifteen at a time. Um, it's just me and Chris. So you know, for the the two of us, that's a lot of dogs. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Uh, almost all of our families have a dog or have had one. And what about dogs make them a good pet? Um, well, so they're loyal, they're protective, um, they're good listeners, um, they're not judgmental, so doesn't matter <laughs> um, what you're you know, what your house looks like or where you live or, you know, any of that, they could care less as long as they're by your side. Um, but, you know, you could go on and on about personality traits of a dog, but they're just a lot of fun to have around. <laughs> Why do you think dogs are such a common human companion? Um, so dogs have like a multitude of capabilities, right? Um, and they've domesticated dogs have been around for in history for thousands of years, I, I guess, um, and have, you know, multiple different jobs. Um, you know, they can be uh, like a service animal, you know, we use them for our police and military force. Um, and also for, you know, like livestock protection. So I think, I mean, we're just so used to having them around and plus they have so many, there's so many different breeds, sizes, personalities that there's just, there's a dog out there for pretty much anyone, right. That's going to fit with anyone. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's a bound to be one that's going to fit with, with an individual. So. When I walk in my neighborhood, I see a couple of homes where um, it seems to be there's a big, a big fenced in backyard and then there's a dog house or even kind of a kennel. And I just get the impression that these dogs are watered and fed, but that's about it. And so I'm wondering, uh, what are some of the barriers to having a dog? Um, so 
they're, they can be expensive, right? I mean, you have to take into consideration vet costs, um, your time constraints. You know, if you're away from the home for, you know, 12, 13 or more hours a day, or you travel constantly, um, they really need more attention than that. Um, there's grooming expenses. You know, if you have like a long hair um, coat, dog, um, so you have to take all of those things into consideration before you think about getting one. Um, and also, you know, if you do travel, where is that dog going to stay when you travel? You know, they can stay with family. Um, you might have, you know, someone that comes into the home that stays with them or, you know, a, a boarding facility that you can take them to as well. But that that's an expense too. So, um, there's a lot of things to consider because it is a being that you have to take care of, right? You can't just leave it alone and let it take care of itself during the day. So I think that that's the biggest barrier is just knowing um, what you're getting yourself into when you get a dog. Yeah, I know from my own experience, um, it seemed like for a particular reason that seemed good and sufficient at the time, getting a dog seemed like the thing to do. But then um, it's a it's a serious commitment that lasts for anywhere from what, 10 to 15 years? Is that about the average lifespan of a dog? Yeah, depending on the breed. I mean, some can live, you know, 17, 18 years even. So it's, it is a, a lifelong, you know, a dog's life commitment. <laughs> So, yeah. Yes. Well, it, it can be like having raising a child almost. Yeah, and then when our dog died, I mean, it was just a lot of grief. I mean, I was really I didn't think I was all that attached to our dog until she died. And then I, and then I was just surprised by how profoundly impact I was by her loss. Yeah, we we ended up losing three dogs over the past year. So that was you know, that was like losing major part of our family. So but it goes back to that, you know, because dogs are, you know, someone that you can talk to and say things that you may not talk about with other people and they're not going to judge you for that. And um, so, yeah, I think a lot of times that we get closer to our pets because of that relationship that we build with them. Yes. Yes. So what are some tips that you have for teaching your dog? Um, patience and consistency. <laughs> oh, you've got it narrowed down to two important words. Yes. Okay. Can you expand on those a little bit? Well, so, I mean, dogs learn by repetition. And um, so you want to consistently work with them every day. I mean, set aside, they have a pretty short attention span, but I would say set aside at least 15, 20 minutes a day, um, especially if there's certain things that you're working on with them um, and focus on that. Um, also, well, in positive reinforcement. So when you're working, make sure you've got some treats handy. <laughs> um, they respond very well to that. But um, crate training. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to leave my dog in a crate. But you never know when you're going to need that. Um, you know, we've had our own personal dogs and then other clients, you know, like if they have a 
torn ACL or something like that, where you have to really limit their mobility or they have to spend some time at the vet, um, they're going to go in a crate. And so you want them to already be comfortable um, in that situation. So, you know, when they do, when they are injured or have to be in that, um, they're not, you know, freaking out or exacerbating um, anything that's going on with them at the time. So I think that's, that's a really important. Um, so yeah, and having patience with them because, you know, they, um, yeah, they have a lot of traits that we love and admire, but they're still dogs, right? They don't have the same comprehension that we have. Um, so you do have to give them a little bit of grace and patience when you're, when you're teaching them. So. You know, I think besides just um, making sure your dog does their business outside and that they, you know, don't tear up your bedroom slippers um, yeah. <laughs> and train them to do those kinds of things or to yeah. lift up their paw to shake hands. But how do you really strive to have a meaningful relationship with your dog? Spending time with them. Um, you know, you can't just give them a bowl of food and send them outside, you know, <laughs> and then not do anything else with them. You actually have to put in the effort and it's like, you know, building any relationship, it takes work and time and, um, you know, spend that time, actually make an effort to, um, to build that bond with them. I like the way you said, it's just like any relationship. When you said spend time with them, I thought, that's what we need to do with human relationships too. It's the same thing. Yeah. Yes. Spend the time and make the effort. <laughs> it's not all that different. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I've seen these cute little romantic movies where, you know, he has a dog and she has a dog and they find each other at the park and, you know, and then they live happily ever after. So how does uh, having a dog help us create other friendships, maybe human friendships? Um. Well, I mean, I hate to compare it to kids, but, <laughs> you know, it, it's one of those things. Like if you have a dog, you know, people that have dogs <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because you're always wanting to share the newest cute or funny picture or video with everyone else. <laughs> I was like, look what my dog did today. <laughs> Um, but there's all kinds of, um, different activities that you can, um, do with them that, you know, dog sports, um, you know, there's the dog park, um, there's just, uh, you know, like sporting events, um, there's dog clubs that you can join if you've got a specific breed that you're really into, um, you know, it's like those like-minded people like, like things. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, any, anything like that. And, and that's also building that bond in that relationship for, with your dog as well. Like um, my, uh, one of my dogs, she loves Frisbee and um, we didn't get to do it last year, of course, but uh, you know, this, the spring and fall of the year before we were part of like a Frisbee throwing club, um, Frisbee throwing league, Frisbee throwing league, <laughs> say, get that word out. Um, and so that was like an activity that we could do together where I was also, she was learning, I was teaching, we were both learning new skills and also getting together with 
you know, groups of people that also loved throwing frisbee with their dogs. So um, there's just all kinds of different activities and stuff that you can do that um, you can also meet new people and um, build friendships and stuff with. So, so sometimes um, dogs for one reason or another have some sort of bad trait, either they're not sociable with other dogs or whatever the case may be. And when do you think it's important to actually involve in a, a professional in handling your dog? Um, I would say Start working with a trainer as soon as possible, even from a puppy. And the sooner that you can start socializing them or, you know, getting them training and you can do start out with a group training classes. Um, that's a good way, especially when they're puppies to gain that socialization and also start teaching, you know, the basic commands and things like that. Um, if there's an issue, you know, older in life, I would say contact someone as soon as possible, even if it's just a consultation. Um, and a dog trainer, they're training the person, not really the dog, <laughs> right? Um, we'll take it. Okay. You how to manage those behaviors. Um, and so I think addressing that as soon as you notice it um, is the best option. Great. So if there were a couple of things you could tell those people with dogs to do, what would it be? Um, <laughs> work on building that relationship, work on training, even just basic commands or fun tricks. Um, you know, shake my husband with our great Dane, her word is petty. So she knows how to like her shake is like, she, he's giving her a pedicure, um, <laughs> just really cute. So he says petty and she comes up and like puts her paw in his hand. It's adorable. Um, in any of those things, just anything you can do to spend, um, quality time with them. Um, I would highly recommend. <laughs> Great. And what would be some things that you would tell people not to do? Um, so this is even before you get a dog, do your research. Um, mm. Because, I mean, your lifestyle has to fit in with the temperament of the dog that you're getting. So, I mean, if you like to sit on the sofa and watch movies all day, you don't want to get a Belgian Malinois, right? <laughs> um, so that's, that's going to be a dog that needs like constant exercise and, um, you know, reinforcement of their training and things like that. And so if you're not one that, you know, is wanting to go on a five mile hike every day or run or whatever you, you know, you want to get a dog that fits in with the lifestyle that you, that you like to have, you know, if you do like to go hiking or marathon running with your dog, you probably don't want a Shizu right? um, or a Dachshund. I mean, um, that's not going to be the best, the best dog. So um, yeah, that's my, my biggest advice. <laughs> do research and get the dog that fits with your lifestyle, not just the few, the first cute face you see. 
That's good advice. That's really good advice. So is there anything else you would like to tell us about um, being a dog owner or about Doggone Good Times Resort? Um, Well, I mean, as far as being a dog owner, just make sure that you're prepared for that commitment because it is it is a commitment. Um, you know, they're depending on you to take care of them uh, for their lifetime. And whether that's, you know, emotional, emotional needs, or, um, you know, financial needs or whatever, I mean, they, they depend on you to do that. Um, so make sure that you are prepared for that. Um, I don't know, as far as boarding, uh, <laughs> make your reservations early. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, most, especially during holidays and summertime, most places fill up very quickly. Um, so I'll have to mention this. Um, Sharon and I met because we both belonged to Rotary for a while, and we took several humanitarian trips down to Honduras together. In fact, one of my favorite years were probably the the one year that you and I both worked at that school together. I thought that was just a lot of fun. So yeah. who takes care of the dogs when you're doing service out and about in your community? Um, so that would be my husband, Chris. Um, so he does that. <laughs> so, <laughs> big help. So, <laughs> so you do get some time off too, then? I do. Yes. Great. Great. <laughs> we don't ever get vacations together, but that's you know <laughs> one of those things that we knew was going to happen when we started this, and and we're okay with that. So okay. Okay. Well, thanks again for joining me on this podcast. And I really appreciate what you have to say and all the best to you and your guests at your doggone good time resort. Thank you. And thank you for having me. This was fun.